Welcome to the Racing Wire Podcast Network's encore presentation of the Performance Motorsports Network's broadcast of the Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour races from Circuit of the Americas. This race was first broadcast live Sunday, February 6th, 2022. So there's a possibility we could, technically we could see six more lap records, which I think would probably set an SCCA record for the most uh, track records falling in one day. Well, I think that says something for the quality of racing that's been going on this weekend. Oh, it certainly does. So uh, let's go ahead and start with the uh, rundown here for our final race group. Okay, this is the uh, final race of the day and the weekend uh, for Group 7. We got uh, STE Lights, STU, T2, T3, and T4. Starting 44th in the number 133 ST Lights from Tomball, Texas, is Alan Stubblefield. Starting 43rd in the number 38 ST Light from Scott, Scotts Bluff, New England. I'm sorry, New Ham New Nebraska, excuse me, Daniel Williams. Starting 42nd in the number 10 SD light from Trumbull, Texas, is Greg Abel. Starting 41st in the 42 car SD light from Dallas, Texas, is Peter Davis. Starting 40th in the 11th car STL from Houston, Texas, is William Keeling. Starting 39th in the number 90 SD lights from Warwick, Rhode Island, Alan Truck and Montagne? <laughs> That's as close as be better than I could get, I guess. Elaine, sorry about that. Starting 38th in the 75 SCU car from Moab, Utah, James Selecta. Starting 37th in the 15 ST Lights car from Las Cruces, New Mexico, is Brett Kowalski. Starting 36th in the 27 ST Light car from South Lake, Texas, is William Snyder. Starting 35th in the number 113 ST Light car from Escondido, California, looking like he's doing double duty today, Boris said Jr. Starting 34th in the 50 ST Light car from Burlington, Wisconsin, is Joshua Hansen. Starting 33rd in the 172 ST Light car from Holly Hill, Florida, Thomas Annunziata. Starting 32nd. In the 37 ST Light car from Bellevue, Washington, is Amy Mills. Starting 31st in the 17 STU car from Bellevue, Washington, is Whitfield Gregg. All right, Greg, uh, let me take over here because they're coming uh, down the back stretch here and speed this up a little bit. Starting 30th, the 189 car, STL, Oliver Jean Francois. Starting 29th, the 190 STU car of David Fiorelli. Starting 28th, the 199 of STU of Jose Pena. Starting 27th, the 109 T3 car of Gamiel Aguilar Gomez. Starting 26th, the 5 car T3 from Richard Kulak. Starting 25th, the 51 T4 car of Matt Davis. Starting 24th, the 49 T4 car of David Hooker. Starting 23rd, the 7 car, it's a T3, James Weidenbaum. Starting 22nd, the 2 car, it's a T4, Paolo Salvatore. Starting 21st, the 44 car, T3, David Orem. Starting 20th, the number 1 T4 car, Gail Corley. Starting 19th, the 117 T4, Ethan Baker. Or Barker, I'm sorry. Starting 18th, the number 70 T4, Derek Ambrose. Starting 17th, the 120 T4, Angelica Spray. Starting 16th, the 21 T4, Chris Windsor. Starting 15th, the 142 of T4, Mark Cephalo. And 14th, the 69 of Jeremy Butts, a T4. Starting in 13th, 81, T3, Simon 
a sell-in. And uh, we've got a green flag. We're not going to get to the whole thing, but it's Mike Lewis, Charlie Peter on the front row as they head up the hill in Bob Steele. Yep, and uh, as we are watching it, it is uh, Michael Lewis and Charlie Peter side by side. Now four wide with Kesman and Bowden as well. As uh, we come through, who's got the lead? Car number 144, Tim Kesman. I'll add it, but uh, picked it up. <laughs> that was uh, an absolute magnificent move by Bowden. As they go under the bridge, Mike, you're going to see them in uh, four and five in just a second. Uh, nose to tail, uh, our first two uh, runners there. Okay, as they uh, come around turn number four and five, our second race group now is coming around turn number 20, and that is going to be the uh, STU guys and uh, STL and T4. It's Jose Pena, David Fiorelli. Now they put the pedal down as they got a green flag, and it looks like uh, actually up at the front, Pena's got it along with uh, Dave Hooker. Okay, let me see. I got lost here. That would be David Fiorelli and Derek Ambrose coming your way, Bob. Yep, David Fiorelli's got the lead. Ambrose is in second. And then we've got a whole group of uh, a gaggle of uh, cars coming up behind them. This is going to settle out, too, here in a couple of minutes as, as they start to go single file under the bridge and over to turn four and five. And, Mike, you're going to see this group come to you in just a couple of seconds. All right, then uh, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, run down the cars that have not made the grid because we only have 31 out there. David Fiorelli, Derek Ambrose, Gail Corley, Boris Said Jr., William Snyder, Daniel Williams, Brett Kowalski. Now everything jumped around on me here. And uh, Paolo Salvatore, Greg Abel, Matt Davis, Richard Kulak, Alan Stubblefield, Mike Lewis did not make the starting grid. So we're back up now to the lead. We're going to head over to Tim. Tim here. We just don't have uh, enough. It's too too loud. Let's get it reset as the first part of the field now is coming down uh, to turn number 20. Reset it. And I think we have a little issue with timing and scoring because I believe Mike Lewis is out there and uh, we'll find out real quick. Nope, it's Charlie Peter in the lead and Mark Bowden in second. Mike Lewis in third. Tim Kesman in fourth. And the only uh, oddball there is going to be Mike Lewis, that GT3 car. Nathan Martin is uh, running fifth, a T2 driver, as they head up the hill to Bob. All right, uh, Charlie Peter and Mark Bowden uh, are nose to tail. You've got about uh, four or five car lengths before you get to Michael Lewis. Uh, another four or five until you get to Tim Kesman. And then the rest of the field uh, following up single file. Uh, although we do have coming up the hill a couple of uh, two wides back in the pack there. But uh, you should see uh, Peter and Bowden, Lewis, and Kesman coming into four and five right now, Mike. And they are through four and five, heading over to six and seven. And uh, let's see, it is going to be Charlie Peter. He comes out of seven. He has got about a two-car length lead over Mark Bowden. And then I guess that's Tim Ke Mike Lewis at 32 right behind him. Tim Kesman also in that battle as they clear eight and nine, head down that stretch towards 10. And once they get to 10, they got that run down to 11. They got a slam on the brakes, turn back on themselves at 11, and down that long, long back stretch and over to Tim. All right, well, since I don't have any cars in front of me, I guess you can hear me right now. Coming yep. down the back stretch, <laughs> um, I kind of lost where I was at. I was trying Charlie to double Peter. around with. All right, thank you. 
going to try and get that situated here. Yes, here we go. I see the fall line. Guys, you can't miss them. All right. Coming out of turn number 12, it is Charlie Peter, Mark Bowden, and then go back a little bit. Look like Michael Lewis had a little bit of trouble coming around turn number 12 right there. And then Tim Kesman in that point 144. Looking here between Charlie Peter and Bowden, two car lengths separate them. It's looking like Bowden wants to close that in quick. And then going back to Michael Lewis. Tim Kesman is right over the line by one of those guys. All right, and then Charlie Peters still has that two, maybe three-car advantage now coming into turn number 19. Let's take a look at it. We're going to call it three-car-length advantage over Mark Bowden. They come down that short stretch into turn number 20. Charlie Peter, yesterday's winner, held off Bowden. Bowden, though, now two-car-lengths back as they have a drag race up the front stretch to Bob. And we're watching Charlie Peter and Mark Bowden come up, but uh, if you look back about another 20-car-lengths, Michael Lewis and Tim Kesman, uh, well, it's Michael Lewis, and then you've got Tim Kesman, and it looks like Matthew O'Toole side-by-side as they come up the hill. That's going to be interesting, and let's make sure who that is. Uh, yeah, that's car number 35 um, that uh, Matthew O'Toole just came on past, blew on past Tim Kesman, and uh, he, is now, uh, uh, he is now fourth overall in this race as uh, they go over to four and five, and over to you, Mike. All right, more importantly, Bob, that puts him third in T2. So he has uh, passed Kesman for that last spot on the podium, and uh, he's coming right up now on the rear bumper of Mike Lewis. He wants to get around that GT3 so that he can get up and battle Bowden for the lead here in, or at least second in T2. So it's Charlie Peter, Mark Bowden, Mike Lewis, Matt O'Toole, Tim Kesman as they go through turns number eight and nine, head out to 10, and then, then it's starting to get the straightaways. They got the short shoot down to 11, and then make that turn at 11 and down the long stretch back over to Tim. All right, I see Charlie Peter. He is, he is on a mission right now. He's got wide open track and nobody in front of him. And then I see Mark Bowden with his headlights on. Right behind him, a car length separates Peter and Bowden going into turn number 12. Go back about 15 car lengths, Lewis and then Kesman. Kesman um, kind of fell back a little bit here. I'll have to figure out what's going on there. We have a, a car in between them. But Charlie, Peter, and Bowden are coming through 15 right now. A car length separates them. Bowden is still trying to make his pass there as he's coming out of 15. Doesn't stick, but he's right on the hill. <laughs> 35 All right, it is still now coming into turn number 19. It's Charlie Peter. It is Mark Bowden, about a car length, maybe slightly more, coming into turn number 20. Then Mike Lewis still trying to hold off uh, Tim Kesman and Matt O'Toole, I should say O'Toole, and then Kesman as our race leaders come around 20 and head on up the hill. And then it's uh, going to be Mike Lewis and then Matt O'Toole and Tim Kesman in that order heading to Bob. All right, so we're watching Charlie Peter and uh, Mark Bowden come through turn one, about a car length and a half between them. Michael Lewis come uh, coming up through, and uh, he's uh, clean and green. Side by side, it is O'Toole and Kesman once again. O'Toole gets past Kesman, and uh, away we go once again with that. So as our uh, overall leaders are coming to you, 
Mike in uh, four and five. All right, as they come around turn four and five, it is still Bowden chasing Charlie Peter, and he's still about two, maybe three car lengths back now as they clear through that and over to seven and eight. There goes Peter. There's Bowden now. It looks like almost four car lengths separating them. And then you go a ways back, probably about 10, 15 car lengths. You get to Mike Lewis. Then it's going to be Matt O'Toole. And O'Toole has got Kesman right back on his rear bumper again. So even though O'Toole got by him, he didn't get to pull away from him. As our race leaders now are heading over towards that short shoot down to uh, make the turn down the back stretch and back over to Tim. Already, Mike, I see them coming down right now. I don't think it'll be this lap of there. Quickly coming up on um, lap traffic. We're only uh, 11 laps to go here. So taking a look at Charlie Peter coming into turn number um, 12 here. And then Mark Bowden in that 45. They're going into 13, going on back about 10 car lengths. Mike Lewis in that 32. That's where they see that now. Coming out of 12, over to 13. And taking a look here, that is the number 66, Charlie Peter, number 45, Mark Boone. And they kind of spread out here again. And we got Matthew O'Toole and Tim Kesman. That's our top five players All right. I'm going to go back a little bit. We're going to try to find our T4 battle because, like yesterday, that one is heating up. That's 12th, 13th, and 14th. Jeremy Butts in the 69. Chris Windsor in the 21. Mark Cephalo in the 142. They are nose to tail out on the track. We just need to find them, and uh, we'll switch over and cover that right now as Peter and Bowden go by. Charlie Peter now has opened up a three-second lead over Bowden. Lewis, another 5.8 seconds back. So I'm going to hold the call here, Bob, until we get up to uh, our T4 battle. As everybody else is going by, uh, Kesman's still hanging on the bumper of O'Toole. Everything else is starting to spread out up in the front. So our T4 battle, a great one. Windsor yesterday uh, took the lead early in the race, was battling Butts and Cephalo, ended up falling back to fourth trying to make amends as uh, Baldwin goes by in 11th. Now we're waiting for the 69 of Jeremy Butts. He should be the next one to cross the line, Bob, and I'll let you know when he does. It'll be him, Windsor, and Mark Cephalo in that order when they cross the line and start coming up the hill to you. And, in fact, here they come around turn number 20 right now. There goes Butts. Cephalo now in second and T4, Bob. Chris Windsor in third. Chris Windsor out side by side next to Cephalo as they come up the hill, Windsor gets past Cephalo, and uh, now he's banging on Butts' back door. But uh, that was uh, that was a brilliant move by Chris Windsor, as uh, it is now Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo going down the hill under the bridge. Uh, Cephalo didn't really like that little move by Windsor, so he's right on Windsor's uh, rear bumper as they go under the bridge, and the guys are coming into four and five, Mike, right now as we speak. All right, no change there. They are still nose to tail. But it looks like Cephalo and uh, Windsor uh, are about a half a car length now back behind Jeremy Butts. They come through turns seven and eight. Now it is all nose to tail here 
probably just a couple feet, three, four feet between all three of those cars as they are running. Basically, you could call it nose to tail, heading over towards turn 10. And I tell you, Chris, I mean, Tim, you're going to see a very good battle coming down that back stretch with Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo. You know, Mike, as you said, you know, I would concede directly across the when they go into 11. That they were pretty freaking close when they were going into 11 and waiting for them to pop up underneath that pedestrian bridge on the max stretch here. Jeremy Butts, Cephalo, and Winter to keep an eye on them and see how they pan out. They're all single file right now, coming down towards turn number 12. And Mike, guess what? They are still nose tail going into turn number 12. Coming out, West the car length separates the three of them going into turn number 13. This is where our battle's going to be at since the front of the pack has spread out. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on these, Mike. Coming through right now at the turn 15, they are still nose to tail. It's the 69 and 21. And then the 142 is going to be that coming through. Right now, we're in the bridge of 16 back over here. All right, as they come around 16 and 17, it looks like Butts has opened up about a car length and a half advantage over Chris Windsor and Mark Cephalo. Through turn 18, pretty much the same. Coming into 19, it closes down now to about a car length. Um, it looked like for a second there, Cephalo was trying to go on the inside of Windsor, thought better of it, popped back in line. Around 20, one car length separating Mark Cef or Jeremy Butts and Chris Windsor. Mark Cephalo pushing Windsor up the front stretch. Bob? Uh, that settled out just a wee bit there, Mike, as uh, it looks like it's close to two car lengths now between Cephalo and Windsor. Windsor uh, about a car length and uh, looking driver's right uh, on the uh, driver's right of Jeremy Butts. Stays back in line, but Cephalo's falling off just a little bit. He's about two car lengths back now uh, as uh, they go down through two into the uh, bridge area under the bridge. And uh, now that separates out a little further with Butts at about uh, two car lengths to Windsor and about two and a half car lengths to Cephalo as they come into five and over to you. All right, as they come around five, it's, you're right, it's about two car lengths separating all those cars, and it looks like they took three separate lines through turn number six. Now, through turn seven and eight, and it is now going to be Cephalo right back up behind Chris Winter again. We may see a little bit of bump draft in there as Butts wants to make sure that uh, that uh, Jeremy, I should say Cephalo, doesn't want to make sure that Butts gets away from him. So he's trying to bump draft Windsor a little bit and get back up and make it three cars in line. Around 11 and down the back stretch to Tim. All right, guys, I'm trying to figure out why I, why I have a yellow standing here at turn number 11. I did not see anything go down over here, but it is only a single flag. I don't see anything else. Guys are coming down right now. Jeremy Buss, Chris Windsor, and Mark Cephalo. They are coming into turn number 12 right now. A car length separates Jeremy Buss and Windsor. Go back about two car lengths. That's where Mark Cephalo is at. So watching these guys come around turn turn number 13. And there was contact between Buss and Windsor as they were coming around. I think we had some switching going on here as they're going side by side. It's Windsor and um, Jeremy Buss went side by side there for a second. Now it's Winter and Cephalo side by side, Mike, as we're going underneath the bridge at 16 and over to you. 
All right, and that's what it is. It is side-by-side. Side. Cephalo makes the pass. Can he make it stick going into turn number 18? Here comes Jeremy Butts, and then it's going to be Mark Cephalo, and then it's going to be Chris Windsor. Now, we already know that Butts and Windsor know each other very well. They are from the uh, D.C. region. Well, so is Mark Cephalo, so it's kind of like a, a hometown race for us guys between these three as they have raced each other many, many times over the years, and they're back at it. Coming up the hill. It's Butts, Cephalo, and Windsor. Butts, Cephalo, and Windsor up the hill at this point in time. Windsor looking for some way to get around, and he's taking a little bit different line. But uh, as they get past uh, one of the slower cars, uh, or, or I take that back, they're about to be overtaken by one of the faster cars. I'm glad I got that squared away. Uh, that's going to could create some issues for them as they get up into the five and six turn section. But it is still but Cephalo and Windsor into five. Mike. All right, here they come in around turn number five, and it's about a one-car length lead now for Butts. Another car length back to Cephalo, and Simon Asselin is on the move, and he's got that T3 car humming right behind him, not too far. The 120, Angelica Spray, another T4 car. She wants to get up there and battle for a podium spot as our T4 race is uh, already past turn number seven and eight now. They're heading over to turn nine, and I'm kind of thinking after they go through nine, that short shoot, that's where uh, Acelin should make the pass before they get to 11. Tim, you've got one heck of a race coming your way, buddy. But Cephalo and Windsor coming through turn number 12 right now. I believe there was a slower car there. Um, nope, that's everybody. I just saw the 117 of Ethan Barker just come out of turn number 12. So as they get a little bit closer, we'll see what we have going on here. There's going to be Jeremy Butts in the 69. All right, as they come around under the bridge at 16, we're going to have to wait and reset this. They've uh, separated out a little bit. looks like about two car lengths between them all. As, uh, yep, the lap traffic kind of messed them up. It looks like Butts got the better of the deal. And I'm not sure, but I think Windsor got back around Mark Cephalo. We'll have to check when they cross the line here again uh, what the uh, running order is. So as they come up the front stretch, it's going to be Jeremy Butts, Chris Windsor, Cephalo. And then uh, a selling and then spray. They fell off the uh, pack, but it's still Jeremy Butts in the lead, Bob. Yep, certainly Jeremy's got about a three-car length lead right now as he comes up the hill. And uh, Chris Windsor has got uh, Cephalo right on his rear bumper. Yeah, maybe a half-car length. I'm sorry, not quite right on his rear bumper, but close enough to uh, within striking distance. As they get down on the exit to two, Everybody puts their foot in it, and uh, that separates things out to about two car lengths between uh, but Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo as they go into four and five and over to you. I tell you, did anybody tell them they're not racing at Summit Point? Because I'll tell you, they're, they're racing like they're home, man. The three of them guys, like I said, many, many years they have raced each other at Summit. 
and it's Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo. Pretty much nose to tail. There may be a car length separating uh, Butts and Windsor, but that's not much here as they are heading over to turn number nine. And uh, it's like ho- old home week for those guys. They know each other very well. They know their uh, their competitors' weak spots and their strong points. We've got uh, six laps to go here. Who's going to be the grizzled old veteran that wins this in T4? And uh, they should be coming around to the back stretch right now, Tim. <laughs> All right. Looking at coming down the back stretch here. Jeremy Butts and Chris Windsor, I can see them thundering down towards turn number 12 right now. And um, that standing yellow has been removed from turn 12. So they're free to do whatever they please within reason coming out of turn number 12 now. Watching these guys, about a car length separates the, the trio here of Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo. Looking on back, that is spread out a little bit more between the rest of the T4 group here. We're back up here to Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo. They are compacting a little bit here. All right, as they come by, it's still Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo as they come uh, through turns number 17 now into 18 and 19. It is Jeremy Butts that has a two-car length lead over Chris Windsor. Another car length back to Mark Cephalo as they come into turn number 20. And we have six laps to go. It is about a car length and a half lead now for Butts. Windsor has to fight off Cephalo, Bob. He is absolutely doing that, making that uh, Mazda Miata a little on the wide side uh, so Cephalo doesn't get past him. But uh, as they go up the hill, uh, Chris Windsor took a look driver's left to see whether uh, he could uh, get around Jeremy Butts. Not a chance right now. Butts has still got him by a whole car length. But uh, Cephalo is sitting right on Windsor's backside. Now, as they did last lap, coming out of two, that expands out to two car lengths per car. And uh, in the compression zone, the braking zone there, into four and five, it it compresses down just a little bit. But uh, uh, Cephalo right on Windsor's backside as they go through four and five. Mike? All right, as they go through five, Windsor took that one way wide as he tried to cut the uh, turn going into five close. And uh, Cephalo took it a little wider, tried to dive bomb him, wasn't close enough to do it, had to settle back in behind him. They go through seven and eight. Pretty much in the same way, same distance between them. No changes there between those three drivers. Looking back, uh, we want to check back up front here. Tim Kesman has gotten around Michael Lewis now and is putting the squeeze on Matt O'Toole. Charlie Peter, our T2 leader, has a 19.8-second lead over O'Toole, but O'Toole and Kesman battling for second and third in T2. But let's keep up with the uh, race between our T4 drivers as they are still uh, nose to tail. Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo. Tim? All right, we have uh, standing yellow at turn 15 as the 42 of Peter um, Davis was limping along and then finally came to a stop out of the turn. Back here, I got Butts, Windsor, Cephalo, and the Selen coming through turn number 13 right now. And it's looking like Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo have about a car length separating that trio again as they're coming by. So right now, it's the 69 and 21. And then the one the Selen. is about two car lengths behind the Cephalo. So that battle right there, 
All right, as they come out of 16 into 17, Butts now opens up a two and a half, maybe three car length lead over Windsor. Cephalo still right there behind him. Into turn 19 now. It looks like Cephalo and Windsor are going to try to uh, do a little bit of drafting, not let Butts go away. But in that short shoot, it is Cephalo. He goes driver's left. He makes the pass on uh, Windsor going into 20, but they are side by side up the hill. Windsor takes it really, really wide uh, coming out of 20, and that cost him a uh, cost him a position here. But uh, as they settle back out coming up the hill here, uh, we're still looking at uh, uh, Butts and then uh, Cephalo, then Windsor. Uh, or I'm sorry, Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo settling back into the situation they've been in over the last three or four laps. And uh, as uh, as they do, Saibat uh, Aslan is uh, watching that happen as well. So as these guys are heading over to four and five, it is still Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo. Cephalo right on Windsor's back bumper. Over to you. All right, as they come through four and five, it looks like Cephalo now is on the driver's right of Chris Windsor trying to make the move and make the pass. Going over to turn seven and eight. Did he make it stick? He did not. He had to fall back in line, and that is really messing up Simon Asselin, who is trying to get around him, but with uh, Cephalo Windsor keep battling, Asselin has to stay behind him because he don't want to get involved in uh, any, uh, any of that whatsoever because he's by himself in his race. He's got nothing to worry about in that T3. So it's Butts, Windsor, Cephalo, that order as they head down to turn 11 and come around down the back stretch to Tim one more time. All right, Mike, I got my eye on them, but right now I have emergency vehicles over here assisting that stranded uh, car, the 42, at uh, turn number 15. So back up here to Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo. That trio is coming through turn number 12 right now. It was almost looking like there was another car out there. I believe the 81 of a selling was going to try and overtake Cephalo. They were side-by-side side for a hot second coming into turn number 12 back over that hand back out so much Windsor and Cephalo are still coming through right now out of turn number 15 selling back on about three car lanes behind Cephalo that's our top four in the team four Mike um selling is in that team three they're on their way to you right now Mike all right, so our T4 battle, it is now it is still Butts, about three car lengths ahead of Windsor and Cephalo. Cephalo had the preferred line coming around 16 into 17. They are side-by-side side going into 19. Cephalo has the spot heading down to turn number 20. It is Jeremy Butts now with about a three-car length lead over Mark Cephalo. He's got J- uh, Chris Windsor right now on his back bumper pushing him down the front stretch. As we watch these guys coming up the hill here into one, uh, that different difference between Cephalo and uh, uh, Butts is uh, is now about half a car length. Windsor breaks out to the left, gets underneath Cephalo, and takes that position back. Cephalo tries to do the over-under. It doesn't work. And uh, so we are back to Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo as they come under the bridge and go uh, head on over to turn four and five. And uh, it once again, the one thing that's uh, consistent is that it is consistently inconsistent. Back to you. <laughs> All right. Near goes Butts. He's now got that three-car uh, length lead. Windsor goes to the outside of Cephalo and is passing him. Did he, did he make it stick? Coming into seven. Yes, Windsor passed Cephalo on the outside. 
put Windsor back in second in T4 and drop Cephalo back to third. These two guys are changing two or three times a lap now. We've got three laps to go. They know time is running out, but if they keep fighting each other for that second spot, they're going to let Jeremy Butts just drive away with it. They head down to past turn number 10 now, heading over to turn number 11, and they're, they're going to be coming down the back stretch of Tim in just a few moments. All right, Mike, got my eyes on him now. Um, looks like we're single file for the most part. They're on outside track, coming around into turn number 11. A selling, moving in. Nope, did the same little trick he did last time, getting ready to come into turn number 12, where it looks like he was going to try and go for that third spot, but then backs off in the last second. Coming through turn number 13 into 14. Butts up low in Windsor. They're coming through right now with Jeremy Butts out front still leading that pack. And then it's Christopher Windsor and Mark Sufflow in that order as they're going underneath the bridge, underneath 16 and over here, Mike. All right, as they come around 16, there's Butts. He is uh, not quite center of the track. Two and a half car length lead over Windsor. Another car length back to Mark Cephalo. Through turn number 18, there's Jeremy Butts now. He is down to about two car lengths ahead of Chris Windsor, and it looks like um, uh, it's going to be Mark Cephalo now right on the back bumper of Chris Windsor as they come around turn 20, and it's going to be uh, Simon Asselin watching them as he is sneaking right up on the rear bumper of Cephalo. Bob? As uh, you pointed out, once again, we've got Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo uh, coming up the hill here. And Aslan is uh, is still just trying to stay out of trouble and keep uh, keep position here. But uh, Windsor and Butts and company are still uh, uh, nose to tail as they come down through two. Now let's see whether that settles out. Once again, yes, it does. As uh, Butts puts it foot into it, Windsor does as well as Cephalo does. It separates them out to about two car lengths as they get into four and five. Compressed down into four. And uh, Cephalo back on Windsor's backside as they come over to you, Mike. All right, as they go by, it's still about a car length separating Jeremy Butts and Chris Windsor. But you're right, Cephalo looks like he's doing a little bump drafting on Windsor, pushing him right up towards the back end of Jeremy Butts, but not quite enough to get there. Now, that has left Simon Asselin and Van Hunter to get in on this. They're only about two car lengths behind Cephalo. So uh, this could be a four-way battle. Unfortunately, Asselin is a T3. Van Hunter is a T4. And I don't think they really want to mess with that T4 battle. They're coming around turn 11, over to turn 11 now and down the backstretch, Tim. All right, Mike. Uh, I don't believe they're going to have any lap traffic to deal with on this lap. Could get tricky on this lap, last lap around, because I still have cars coming out of 11 right now as they're coming down the straight stretch, thundering up on turn number 12. And they are making their way past some lap traffic right now. And as I'm looking, Jeremy Buss is still out front. Then it's Chris Windsor. And then another car just swooped in there. I'll see the number of that one. So we got. Plus Windsor, Cephalo, and then it looks like another car in between Cephalo and Asselin. I'll have to get that straightened out here in a second. So, Butts, Windsor, Cephalo, and then number 54, a fan hunter was able to overtake Asselin as they were coming down right before turn number 12, Mike. 
All right, so breaking up just a little bit there. And if what I'm seeing, uh, Tim, it looks like uh, Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo have separated now. As Butts goes by, about three car lengths back is Windsor. Then about three more car lengths back, it looks like it's Mark Cephalo coming into turn number 20. We have two laps to go here at Coda. Coming around the corner, it is still Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo, Bob. Windsor running a little wide out of 20 and using some of that uh, runoff area and rubble strips. But again, as uh, you mentioned, they're about two car lengths apart. Uh, but uh, Windsor is uh, closing off on Butts as they come up the hill. He knows that the time is out. Cephalo is, I think, may have run himself out of the uh, out of the situation here because he is falling off rather drastically. Now they get to the bottom of two. Once again, separate about two to three car lengths as they go to the bridge. Under the bridge, it is three car lengths between uh, butts. It's three car lengths between Windsor and Cephalo. And uh, as they come into five, that's pretty much the way it's coming over, Mike. All right, but they've got a problem because coming up fast behind him is our race leader, Charlie Peter. If he gets around them, that's it. They won't have one more lap to go because uh, Charlie Peter has gotten the white flag. He is on his last lap. If he stays behind um, our, our T4 drivers, they will have one more lap to battle it out. If he gets by him, it's all said and done. So, uh... Tim, I'm going to send it over to you here in just a few moments and see if that 66 of Charlie Peters, well, when our T4 guys come through, see where that 66 is at. All right. Is the T4 guys past 11? Uh, they should be coming around there right about now or down the back stretch. Already, I see what we got. The number 66, uh, looking for him right now. I believe he is passing some traffic. Butts and company. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to distinguish him from the, the slower cars here. There, the number 69. <laughs> All right, so we need that T4 battle to get across the line before the 66 catches them. T4 drivers, it is going to be Jeremy Butts. He goes by. About three car lengths back is Windsor. Now Cephalo going to the inside, trying to make the pass on Windsor. Has to fall back in line as they come around turn number 20. As they head up the uh, front stretch now, it looks like they're going to get one more lap, Bob. And it's Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo coming to you. It certainly is, but they're about three car lengths apart. And this is uh, the farthest apart they've been pretty much the entire race. As they compress down just a little bit. Uh, Cephalo takes a look to driver's left of Chris Windsor, decides not to do it, and uh, once again, they are coming up on some slower cars, so this could create some problem. Cephalo now on Windsor's back, right bumping, uh, hitting him uh, as a we call a bump draft, uh, and that's exactly what it was. It moved uh, Windsor's car just a little bit forward, <laughs> and uh, uh, he is still on Windsor's backside. Uh, Butts is running into some slower traffic as they come out of four and five. Over to you, Mike. All right. As they do all this, Charlie Peter has crossed the line. He has won the race. 
He is our T2 winner, followed by Matt O'Toole. Tim Kesman will come in third. Uh, right now, the top six have crossed the line, so it is still a battle for T4 between Butts, Windsor, and Cephalo, and they are in that order as they uh, head on down to turn number nine and head over towards the uh, stretch turn 10 and back to turn 11, and they're going to come back down to Tim one more time. All righty. It uh, looks like right at this point they have uh, maybe one car to contend with once they get underneath the uh, pedestrian bridge here. Straight, straight. And I don't think they're having any problem passing them because they are, there's five cars wide on the back stretch here coming down through uh, coming up on turn number 11. There is some traffic that they are dealing with. And uh, it's right now, once he's stuck behind a slower car, and he is coming into turn number 12 right now. We're going to have to see how this pans out. So I see Chris Winter going side by side here. Um, let's get this straightened out here because the slower car here is causing some problems. So, 69. Chris Winter is stuck behind a slower car with Jeremy Butts out front. And uh, Windsor Mike is not able to make it past that slower car here at 16. Mike? All right, as they come around 16 last time, Jeremy Butts looks like he is going to win the T4 battle. But, well, we got a spin out here. Two cars. One of them, I believe, is Chris Windsor. He does a 360. He gathers it back in and goes, but I think he just may have uh, let Mark Cephalo get around him. They come down to 20. Windsor now passes another car. Uh, I believe it's a lap car. And it is. Jeremy Butts will win T4. Mark Cephalo will come in second. Chris Windsor finishes in third after that spin. I just caught the tail end of it. I'm not sure what happened, but it looked like somebody tapped him in the back end and uh, basically did a pit maneuver on him. And a great move by Windsor to uh, just do one 360 and get that car straight in the right direction and keep on going. But unfortunately, it cost him that second spot on the T4 podium. But I'll tell you, what a finish to this race, Bob. Yep, absolutely, Mike. And, uh, you know, uh, you, what do they say to... The uh, opera's not over until the fat lady sings. Exactly. Well, for for Chris Windsor, she sang a little late, uh, but uh, you know what a what a great race uh, between those three guys. And I mean, uh, good friends, good competitors, and not to mention the the rest of the racing that was going on 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 this particular race group. Just crazy cool stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, it was definitely okay. T2, the lap record, 224.917, set by Tim Kesman back in 2020. 224.917, it's gone. Charlie Peter, 224.769. So let's change the uh, T2 track record. That one is down. And uh, let's see, T3. That was a 232, 231 by Derek Kulak. That record is gone. And I believe that was it. Now, T4, let's see, a 239 and T4. Jeremy Butts, a 236. That record is gone. Nine. One more, let's go for one more. That's 11, buddy. 
That's 11? Okay, That's 11 track records today. Just today. Woo! Wow, is all I can say. You know, I feel bad for our buddy Chris Windsor, but hey, you want to know something? You know, the boys from Maryland, you know, for the D.C. region, but Cephalo and Windsor, they put on the show on the last race of the weekend, man. So congratulations to the D.C. guys. You did us proud here. Uh, great race. Charlie Peter just walked it from the drop of the green flag. You can't knock racing like that, man. Charlie had the car and proved it both days as he gets the old proverbial golden broom for a sweep in the weekend. Derek Kulak will finish, uh, will win the T3 battle. And uh, let's see, Simon Asselin will finish second in T3. David Orham will finish third. Uh, STL, let's take a look at that real quick. Looks like Oliver Jean Francois wins the STL race, followed by Thomas Annunziata and Amy Mills. STU, it looks like it's going to go to Whitfield Gregg. He's going to pull off the win here. And I had that. There it is. James Schlechter will come in second, and Jose Pena will finish third, only finishing three laps. So that wraps up everything here at Circuit of the Americas for um, the Lone Star Grand Prix. It's been an interesting weekend, a lot of great racing action, and uh, this one is now in the books. And, gentlemen, in two weeks, we are off to Buttonwillow, California, and uh, I'm hoping a lot of the... Uh, Drivers that are here decide to make the trip to Cali, and uh, we have some good racing out there in two weeks. Everybody enjoy your time off. For the PMN race crew, I'm Mike Wolf. Thanks for everything, and thanks again to all the workers that volunteered to come out here and help all weekend long to put these races on. Without you guys, we can't do this. So we'll see you in two weeks in California. That wraps up this weekend's events for the 2022 Hoosier Racing Tires Sports Car Club of America Super Tour Series. 